Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. I'm Mike. We've got a boy Massey over hey, here. Hey. Um, Your homie's back, kind of. We uh, are actually pre-recording this. We've got a lot going on this weekend, so we will not be able to do a live show. Sorry about that. But we still are putting out a show. We do what we need to do, right, Mass? I guess. Or not. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like we got he's right. We got a ton of stuff going on. I'm actually gonna be out of town. I'm gonna be in Georgia on Saturday preaching. You're gonna be in Texas somewhere. He's he's crazy. Yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Trust yeah, the Lord. Help somebody he's trusting Jesus. Help somebody move, drive he, 20 yeah, straight yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah, all that stuff. <sighs> See, he's skipping out on a podcast to help someone move. What a jerk, right? I mean. Forget the fact that he's helping his neighbor and also doing the good Christian thing. I I forsake the nation for one brother. Oh, gosh. Ooh, that's that's heavy. That's oh, heavy. That was kind of geez. <laughs> I didn't say that. He said that. I, I said it. I'll, I'll say it. I didn't say none of that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, my double chin coming out a little bit, bro. Can we edit that? You know what I'm saying? I'm I don't know that we have the Photoshop we don't, skills. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, on, <laughs> on to Russia and Ukraine. Oh, man. So this is going to be kind of a different podcast it because is. we're not doing news bits. We're not doing any fluff. We're getting right into this. Yeah, I think I think one of the things we, we didn't want to – if you know anything about this podcast, you know I'm not a fan of current events. I, I can't stand talking about it. It just frustrates me to know it. But what happened on this one was, okay, Russia is invading Ukraine <laughs> Uh, that's kind of a left field thing. You know what I mean? Where did that come from? Why, why was it happening? Uh, and if you guys ever watched this podcast, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy. I'm not a jumper into the river thing. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. When, when the nation starts to get rid of its policies, as far as like the mask mandates and the COVIDs and all this other stuff, which by the way, you remember two months ago, uh, president Biden was saying it's going to be a terrible, terrible winter for unvaccinated people. We're all going to die in the streets, you know, and all that stuff is a little, uh, Christmas invocation he did because uh, he, he loves to spread hope. All of a sudden, two months later, now we're lifting the mandates uh, in, in bigger cities, Washington, D.C., you know, et cetera. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Russia is about to invade Ukraine. And it's amazing, Mike, that isn't it crazy that the mandates that the last uh, presidency put in or the, the sanctions, I should say, were lifted by President Biden. Right. Right. And so all of a sudden now he today he comes out and says, this is this is Thursday night. Thursday, he says, hey, we're going to put in new sanctions. So they always come out to, to look like a hero in a sense. Right. Right. But they're doing, in essence, the same thing that the last guy did, which is why you can't trust government. OK, go ahead. And and people have been pointing out, and I love this, that in a sick way, I guess, that during sick. the Obama administration, uh, Russia invaded Crimea and, and took it back as theirs uh, during Trump's presidency. They didn't do anything. Biden's in office and all of a sudden now they're invading a an independent nation That's right. named Ukraine. Yeah, remember when President Trump was in office, the left was constantly saying that guy's gonna lead us into he, World War Three. He Putin, he's no. Putin's lapdog. But he's, and, he's gonna take us into World War Three and yeah. it's gonna be nuts. All of a sudden it, now it's like, okay, uh one day it was like he's Putin's lapdog, the next day he's gonna go to war with Putin and start World War Three. And and it seems like President Biden is both. Yes, yes, Mr. Putin. We'll, 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 we'll accommodate. It really is. Right? And then I'm just going to stay away from it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send my troops there. I mean, this is ridiculous. And we got a lot to cover because government is not supposed to be an interventionist. Right. That is not, or at least the American government. So we'll, we'll get into the Constitution side of this things, but let's get caught up let's to do speed it. to where we're at right now. So 
at the moment, it looks like El Momento. Uh, Ukraine's capital has pretty much fallen to Russia. It may have happened already by the time this airs. Um, the most latest announcement, shortly before 1 a.m. Kiev time, Ukraine's presidency, President Zelensky announced the enemy's sabotage forces have entered the capital. Me and my family are remaining. Um, he has also said we are not afraid to talk to Russia. We are not afraid to talk about security guarantees for our state. We are not afraid to talk about neutral status, but what security guarantees will we have, but which countries will give them? He also said we are left alone in defense of our state. Who is ready to fight with us? I don't see it. Who is ready to guarantee Ukraine's ascension to NATO? Everyone is afraid. I asked the 27 leaders of Europe whether Ukraine should be in NATO. Jeez. I asked directly. They are all afraid, and we are not afraid, he said. Man. So it looks like Ukraine is about gone. Um, yeah, totally. When I was writing this podcast map, uh, Russia had actually taken control of Chernobyl, which sits about 80 miles north of Kiev. Now, the reason that's so important is because Russia can stage troops and artillery and everything there without threat of being hit with shells because any shells that hit Chernobyl itself can yeah. release radioactive dust and and really cause trouble for the rest of europe um and you look at the map and russia is pretty much on all sides of ukraine except for the west side sure coming in west side. Uh, attacking all <laughs> attacking all over the the country now the u.s is deploying to other nations other nato nations in order to bolster their defense and to attempt to kind of contain russia into the ukraine but the thing is I, I don't think Putin has any interest in going any farther than Ukraine. I, so so know. explain to the people why Ukraine? Why, why, why go after Ukraine? Right. So this this is question has been coming up a lot. I was and, getting texts this morning about it. You know, what's the right. spiritual significance? I'm like, honestly, I think it's a distraction. I think this yeah. is all smoke and mirrors in a lot of ways to distract us. Right. Because it's like, OK, look, this happens. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying Russia should be invading ukraine i think they shouldn't re you know remain independent sovereign nations and you were talking earlier about like how it's a heart issue you know like everybody's like oh my gosh you know independent nations getting invaded we're you know we're, we're we should all feel that we should all you know partner with that so and so kind of two things there we'll talk about why russia seems to be wanting to do this so russia and and somewhere in my notes i've got the deeper part of it uh russia Putin has this kind of idea, okay? So a lot of people believe he's trying to reunify the Soviet Union, okay? And, and actually, earlier I was thinking, okay, that, that's what this looks like. Get the Soviet Union reestablished. Old KGB agent, you know, obviously still has some understanding of the communist system and all of that. Um, however, he's put out speeches himself that kind of complicate this whole thing. Others theorize it's not the Soviet Union that he wants, but actually an imperial Russia with the old territories reunified as a union, which would include Ukraine and Belarus. He already has Belarus. He actually has Russian troops and Belarusian troops coming in together. Um, but Ukraine's kind of that third piece. And so in his own talks, he claims that Ukraine was shaped by Russia, which actually, if you go back to the original founding of that area, that's what founded Russia. It was uh, it was old Norsemen way, 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 way back. And they they founded Kiev, something Kiev Rus or something and 
that grew from there into Russia, Ukraine, and Poland, and Lithuania were all in it. So Ukraine's kind of been up in the air for a long time. Now, one of, one of the issues with Ukraine is Ukraine is a very resource-rich country, and it's also considered the breadbasket, right? And so there's, there's a lot of value to Ukraine, and Ukraine builds a buffer for Russia against NATO. So if, if Ukraine joins NATO, all of a sudden NATO has space for all of their bases right up against Russia's wow. border. So when I look at it, to me, I look at it as Putin's got, a, got several reasons to make this move. One of the biggest ones is Biden himself. Biden's, Biden's worthless. Yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, you, when, when you so, so if you guys don't know, Mike really lays out a lot of our podcasts. He kind of does a lot of homework. I have to do my own little research and things like that. But he usually lays us out. And w one of the things you put right away um, is America's response to what's happening. Right. And the reason he can attack is because, like you said, President Biden is uh, is uh, what, what would be the right <laughs> what would be the right word? What's what's still acceptable? Uh, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. How do I ground, how do I still stay? Forward. How do I stay a Christian and say the right word? <laughs> uh, he he lacks the yeah. uh, the fortitude. He he sure is. Yeah, he, he lacks the fortitude to, to to stand because what he's doing is appeasing Democrats and Republicans. What he's right. saying is, I don't want to be involved, but I'm going to be there anyway. Uh, how the U.S. gets pulled in these stupid conflicts, I'm just right. like, this is craziness to me. Which you know what I mean, and that's going to be conversation for a little bit because you're right. talking about that at work. Right, right, right. But here's what's crazy. Like I, I understand. Listen to me, Christians. Yes, pray for Ukraine. Yes, pray for this and all this other stuff. We're talking strictly governmental right now. Right. What the government should and should not be doing. Okay. I'm not talking about being Christians and praying and going over there sending missionaries. None of that stuff. I'm talking about strictly government right now. Okay. This was America's response <clears throat> to what's going on. Number one, Biden imposing strong sanctions, new limits on Russia because they're already listening to right because that'll you know that'll really yeah that's, stir them. Whew. Uh, Biden says impact on U.S. allies will be minimized because he can guarantee that. Yeah, of course. Putin is the aggressor. He said, "I see him just pointing the finger. You're the aggressor." Yeah, well, I mean, but this is what government does, right? It's you unvaccinated that's the aggressor. Mm. It's you on the right. It's Trump. It's everyone else, right? These victims, they literally play the victim card every single time. Right. Because we start, we start, first off, if you think about, like you said, Ukraine, or Ukraine being a, a, a rich nation as far as its resources, right? You shut down our oil lines and everything like that so we could become dependent on foreign countries, right? Then we become dependent on foreign countries. They get into a war and a conflict like this. Then what happens? Then Our oil brush showed up. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah. Well, it shoots up, but then it, the, de the the demand becomes higher. They won't import because of what's going on, right? Yep. So then we start losing. This is what happens. This they know what they're doing. They they're good at this stuff, right? Well, I, I think to add to that, everybody's the aggressor to the point where nobody is. So it's it's become so messed up and convoluted that Biden can say Putin is the aggressor, but Nobody believes anybody anymore. And who is America to talk at this point? I'm not not bashing America, but I'm sorry. When when we yeah. threw ourselves into Iraq, we threw ourselves into Afghanistan, we put ourselves in Syria, we put ourselves in Libya. Like at some point, the rest of the world goes, we really don't care what you think, America, about people invading other people. Exactly. Exactly. Because we sound spineless. Honestly, we just we don't have we, we don't have the backbone to be us anymore. You know no. what I mean? So what, what else did he say, uh, bro? 
Biden will what? Uh, Russia's ability to deal in yens, euros to be limited, you know, because they're not working behind the scenes to cut the dollar exactly. out anyways. Exactly. Uh, sanctioning Russian banks. They'll block four major Russian banks. They're oh. adding sanctions on Russian elites. will cut off some of Russia's imports. Oh. oh, that hurts so bad. Estimate sanctions will cut off more than half of Russia's high-tech imports that we need anyways. Right. We get <laughs> First off, like, listen to this. We're going to cut them off. They're already proving they don't give a crap if they get cut off. They How knew they, what was going to happen. Dude, they've had so many sanctions put on them. They're still doing this. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're still like, we don't care what you think. And and it, it just builds alliances with other countries that don't like the fact that we can force sanctions either, right? Dude. Like China or Iran, which they're already getting closer to anyways. Uh, what else was it? Says U.S. forces will not fight in Ukraine, authorizing additional forces to Germany. Swift always an option. Okay, so that's the currency basket right now. No plan to use. Yeah, because they know that. It, right. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that. It'll hurt us. I don't know. Yeah. Additional deployment do? of about seven thousand troops to Europe. Ukraine health minister says fifty-seven killed, one hundred sixty-nine wounded. I'm sure that number has gone up. So that's what America's threatening. Of course, NBC came out with their own anonymous sources because we trust the anonymous sources from NBC claiming that Biden has given has been given several different options on cyber warfare retaliation because they wouldn't know it was us at this point. <laughs> like, do you under is it just me or is that <laughs> stupid? It is stupid. Even if we were going to retaliate, you should probably keep that crap secret because it might look like Ukraine. But now that we've been, hey, by the way, yeah, we're going to retaliate. Cyber cyber warfare. Yeah, we're going to do it. Just you watch Russia. We're coming after you behind our keyboards. Click, 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 click. All those Internet warriors are like, yeah, get them. No, no, it's OK. I'll sign it. President of Ukraine, period. <laughs> That's it. They won't know it's us, guys. We've done our job. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So if this is true, it could include disrupting Internet service across Russia, shutting off power, messing with railroads. But and, and this, for whatever reason, clicked in my head and I found the news article on BBC. Back in 2019, Russia successfully tested an unplugged Internet experimenting with having internet that was used as a closed loop system in Russia. In other words, go ahead, do whatever you want. They're self-sufficient. <laughs> they're self-sufficient. Most like if you if, like the, from what I've seen from from Russians, right? They're pretty self-sufficient anyway. Yes, they, are. they don't really need this stuff in a lot of ways. They're not like Americans who literally we we get everything from cradle to grave, right? Like right. We, we're pretty coddled if, in in America with our luxuries. If the grocery store is locked for 12 hours, we start cutting ah! people's heads off. Right. So like what <laughs> This is what's so crazy. We're going to do what we're going to do is make sure that they're themselves. <laughs> we're going to isolate an isolated nation. Yeah. We're going to make sure that they don't have internet, stuff, but yeah. they can cook still. We'll throw the railroad switches, which then their trains will be late because <laughs> they can't go hunt for food and. <laughs> My gosh, dude. And, you know, this isn't we're not trying to make light of the no. situation. What we're <laughs> saying is stupidity. America's response to this stuff. You might as well have just kept your mouth shut. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, honestly, this, you, 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 this is. And, and again, you, people look at us saying, hey, you know, it's, it's Trump's fault. It's Biden's fault. It is literally because we don't follow its laws. We yeah. don't follow our Constitution. Right. So 
you, uh, the, the, the West believes Kiev will fall uh, in a few hours, which you just talked about, into Russian control, which it did now, right? Pretty according much. to according yeah. to the but, president himself. So keep going. So the whole idea, the, the whole idea is I was listening to some uh, Washington Post dude today yeah, because uh, I watched some little live footage and he was like, look, the idea is because Putin wants to basically gain control and have the presidency agree with him of Ukraine. That's why he's going in and invading, right? That's so it's like, uh, buddy, diplomacy seems to still work too. But you know, again, if they're willing to invade a country like Ukraine, do you think they're gonna listen to us? It's obviously right. they're not working. <laughs> it's just this stuff doesn't work, and I don't want it to work. No, you might again, you might as well just kept your mouth shut and just okay, like right. this. I don't mean to sound insensitive, so hear me out, please. Because I do care about the people of Ukraine. I do care about the people of Russia. Because both sides are affected. You ever notice we always have to pin one against the other, right? Well, that's Putin's decision. Do you think all Russians think that way? Like, hey, let's go bomb other nations? I doubt it. I'm sure there's a lot of Russian Christians that are like, hey, why do we have to bomb these places, right? right. Both sides end up being affected, right? right. And uh, either way you look at it. Well, when I'm thinking about conquests happen all the time, I mean, they literally happen. We were talking about Africa. What this country invade or this this country invades this country? This country invades this country constantly. Nobody cares. Yeah, and it's constant, right? Why all of a sudden the press? Because if they keep if they keep you distracted, right? You're motivated by something else now, and they keep it emotional too. Oh my gosh! And so everybody in America is like, do something. They can't go attack Ukraine. It's like if y'all understood the Constitution, we are not. We're supposed to be, I should say, non-interventionalists. In other words, we make treaties with other nations, but not so that we're tied into their wars, right? It's yeah. for commerce and those kinds of things, not for us to be pulled into their conflicts. Like, immediately, if we become friends with Ukraine, immediately we become enemies with Russia, right? Because of our treaties. So now they're expecting, well, is America going to come and help us? Because, I mean, basically, we fund every nation in the world, it seems like. I'm not saying we do fund every nation, but it seems like we fund how many nations? So we're already sending aid to all these countries, right? And they're also sending it to us. This is the weirdest game of chess I've ever seen, right? But the problem now is, since we don't have a declaration of war, we don't have any of this stuff, we're sending 7,000 troops for what? What are we doing with them? Because of our treaty with NATO, which even, even Trump, there's video of Trump where he was sitting with some delegates from NATO or whatever, and what he was talking about was, we're paying way more than you guys. We're, we're paying a higher percentage and we have a higher GDP. So we're wow. paying a lot more than you guys are to defend you guys, which NATO is really more of a European thing than a, a American thing. Right. Yet we're over there helping bolster these bases. And NATO NATO's objective is to hem in Russia. That's pretty much That's why it. they're there. Right. And I, Something you had said, which I, I want to build off of, but I'm going to go a roundabout way. Go for so it. In this whole thing, China is now up to their language regarding Taiwan, right? So don't forget Hong Kong. China had had taken back over Hong Kong, um, had broken that treaty, and now they're looking at Taiwan, and they they're very provocative. They'll fly their jets through Taiwan's airspace all the time, and what is basically shown is. Right or wrong, Putin just proved Biden's not going to do anything. So China knows. Yeah, we can go after Taiwan. I was going to say, go. Let's go. Let's go after let's go. Taiwan. Yeah, let's go there. And and so guaranteed, at some point, 
probably pretty soon would be my guess while the world's eyes are on on russia and ukraine china will go after taiwan and china will invade taiwan now china i don't think they would go after japan but they might get a little bit uh, more provocative because they already have battles with Japan, sure. you know, over contested islands and contested sure. space and everything. Sure. So that leads into what you were talking about of my, my heart gets so mad and frustrated to see independent nations uh, attacked, in, attacked, invaded, which, which I was talking about it last week, but um. A, America doesn't have the the backbone or the heart, like you were saying, to do anything. We and we spent all of our all of our collateral. We spent everything we had because we we blew ourselves into a hole, not just financially, but we blew ourselves into a moral and and a cultural hole, putting ourselves in Iraq and in the Middle East and in all of that mess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So where everybody looks at World War II which America stayed out of for a long time. Yeah. America tried to back off and not be a part of it. And then America went full force. And actually I was talking to Paul and, and he made an interesting point that there's, there seems to be some evidence that FDR really wanted to get involved in world war II, but the rest of the country didn't. And so when Pearl Harbor happened, FDR, that was his excuse to go ahead and hop in the whole thing. And one of the things I've wondered about is Japan attacked us. So why not just blow up Japan? I've leave, always asked that Europe question. Alone, yeah, right? I've always asked that question. But Japan attacks us and we fly towards Europe. Yeah, you know? I mean, because he sent some <laughs> troops to Japan. But then after Germany fell, right, after uh, the, 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 the Third Reich fell, yeah. all that stuff, then we went but to, to Okinawa. Then we sent troops. Could be. And, and, no, it was. It went into mass force. Of, yeah. Because um, just watch any, like, history movies on World War II. Once that happened, all of a sudden they're like, hey, I'm going to go to Japan now. We got to fight. Now we got to fight. Yeah, now we got to go over there and go win that war. It's like, huh, what the heck? You know, what's going on here? You know, right. And and so World War Two was kind of that last point where America had this whole clean conscience. We got to help the rest of the world because the rest of the world's going to fail without us, which, as I discussed last week. Stalin was really that catalyst to defeat yep. Hitler. After Stalin and Hitler had divided up Poland between themselves, they were buddies. And then Hitler got paranoid, which for good reason, because Stalin, you know, only killed tens of millions of people of his own. <laughs> so why not go after Hitler while he's facing towards the West? Right. So America had a clean conscience at that point. Hey, we're, we're involved. We're, we're trying to help other people out in this world. Hitler could really do a number on the whole globe if we don't step in. Right with all the crap aside. But after that, all of a sudden it starts getting messy. We get involved in Korea. We get involved in Vietnam. We get involved in the Gulf War. We it, like after and after and after, all of a sudden we're involved in everything. And now we get to Ukraine where Russia, you know, just floods in Ukraine. We've got no, no moral superiority I was just say to that. say anything. So then this is where, <laughs> this is where let's speak to the Christians. Now, this has been the problem the whole time. We're sitting here saying we should go and try to help, but we've lost our morality. Right. We have no moral high ground to say we should be going out there. Dude, our own people are against each other. Listen, just listen to me closely. We can't in some ways, in some cases, in, 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 in universities now, figure out what's a male and a female. But we're going to go tell right. Russia, right, you can't go bomb a nation, which is true. 
I don't think they should be going out there bombing people, right? Right. That's not my nation. My nation's America, right? We've got a lot of wars to fight internally. We got to keep our eyes focused right now, right? That if immorality prevails, it's the easiest way to attack because we become lazy. If immorality prevails in our land, it's an easy way to attack us. And that's how they started to win through, through all the COVID measures and all those other things because the first thing that happened was fear. And the moment we start talking to like, oh my gosh, Russia's invading Ukraine, we need to do something. Fear begins. That's how people submit is fear, right? And it's constant pushing through the media. Yeah, and, and my emotional reaction is I hate uh, tyranny. same here like and that's get the bully right 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 and that's what riled up in me to see this was like i want to take you out just for the fact that you're trying to bulldoze an independent nation and actually this goes to something you know how we've talked about the world economic forum and and klaus yeah we did the great reset we did that that. so we did a show on the great reset you guys should go back and check it out back and watch it it was really might even do it again yeah i i think we should because there's more sparking up but klaus schwab was talking about how they have this young leaders group or whatever yeah, that has yeah. been raising young leaders in the world for decades. Yeah, the brown shirts. Pretty much. And he bragged about Putin was one of their their young leaders. But he also Trude- bragged Trudeau. about Trudeau and half of Canada's cabinet, he bragged, were their people. What riled up in me was, I want to take you out. Not, not, not a bullet to the head or anything. I want to take you out. I want to stop you. I, I want to do what I need to do to free the world from your tyranny, Truth. your evil, your wickedness. And it's right? very noble, right? It's very noble for us to think that way. Right. But we as a nation, sure, we're not even close to the moral grounding to be able to do that, let alone constitutionally. There's real question is if we should ever get involved in something that doesn't deal with us directly. Yeah, but right. even if we do get involved, right, that has to go through a declaration of Congress. Right. The president doesn't have the authority to just start sending troops just because of some stupid treaty. So so I want to talk about that because there's there's power stuff, of the president. Yeah. The So for Congress, Congress has the power to declare war, grant letters of marquee and reprisal and make rules concerning captures on land and water yep. to raise and support armies. Um, no appropriation of money that to be used for longer terms than two years, provide and maintain Navy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, for the president, um, he's got power to make treaties, right? And so, in other words, Congress would have to approve of us getting involved if we were going by the Constitution. Now, here's where it gets messy. Congress has passed legislation that has given the executive branch additional authority to act on certain specific foreign and policy issues. Now, due to certain rulings, the power of the president to act with sanctions and use economic means has become case law. Justice George Sutherland's expansive interpretation of the president's foreign affairs powers states the president is the sole organ of the federal government in the field of international relations, he wrote on behalf of the court. He, not Congress, has a better opportunity of knowing conditions which prevail in foreign countries, and especially is this true in time of war. So in other words... yeah. Congress gave president more authority to do what he wants to Which, do again, in times of war. Which, again, can a nation, unless by amendment, pass laws against its own constitution? Right. You know what I mean? Now, here, right. just listen to this for, for, with me for a minute, because put that on hold for a second. Yeah. Can you read this, what we talked about with constitutional powers of Congress? Can you read any of that where it says we can go to war at war with a foreign nation? Right. Hear me out. To declare war. 
not to go to war, to declare it. Why? Declare war. We're at war. Why would we declare a war? We're not at war with Russia right now. We're not at war with Ukraine. We weren't at war with Germany. We weren't at war with Japan. Right? So we declare war. Why? Because we are being attacked. Listen. Uh, grant letters of marquee and reprisal. Make rules concerning captures on land and water. Where? In our shores. In our, in our land and water. Right? Listen. To raise and support armies, but no appropriation of money should, uh, uh, to that use shall be for a longer term than two years. Provide and maintain a navy. To do what? When we're declaring war, we're defending ourselves. Yeah. We're not going on the offense. We're defending, listen, to, the, to make rules for the government and regulation of land and naval forces. Land, what land? Our land, right? Uh, to provide for the calling forth of militia to execute the laws of the union, suppress insurrectionists and repel invasions. Invasions of what? Our land. Right. It wasn't defensive meant to go. Defensive in nature. Yeah, dude. We were supposed to be defensive. We weren't supposed to go out and attack other nations because we felt that we needed to go get involved in their wars. Why do you think they stopped uh, almost invading France when we became a nation? Washington was like, we ain't getting involved in France's war. France was like, dude, we just helped you win your independence. And he goes, I know. But we're not, we're not under that same treaty no more. We're an independent nation now. We're different. Jefferson was frustrated. He's like, we should go out there. So then his, I think if I'm reading this correctly, I hope I'm not mistaken in saying this. So I'm going to say it and someone could correct me, please. But he was saying, then fine, let the people on their own go help France. Like, we'll just go take them and we'll go help France. And Washington was like, dude, it's going to divide the nation. Right? So be, if we didn't get involved during Washington's time, right? what makes it? And dude, it was a noble cause. France just overthrew their king. They wanted their freedom. It was a it was a noble cause, but we didn't do it. And I, I for Washington, that's the harder decision to make. Right? It is because everybody looks at it and goes, "They just helped us. Why can't we help them?" Dude, they not only and helped us. They, Washington they, said it was because really of them. Won the war yeah, for us. Their navy. And, and and my heart goes out to that because I understand that. I also understand the principle that Washington was talking about of we can't because it'll tear us apart. And guess what? France helping us. Tore them apart. Tore them apart. Which <laughs> it really which, did. Which it is a crappy thing. But if you think about it, what he was saying was it won't just tear us apart. We're such a young nation. Mm. We were infancy in the nation, and we had debt. Are we just going to go throw more debt on ourselves and go to it? We haven't even recovered as a nation now. Right. Right. Look at our nation now. We haven't recovered as a nation yet. So we're going to go out there and try to fix another nation. We're crazy. To get get back to the the legislative part of this, and and I. I bring these things up to show you how is it that a president can think, well, I can send troops into this area or I can do military actions without wow. approval of Congress, right? The powers of presidents to initiate military force without the approval of Congress came under regulation with the War Powers Resolution during Nixon's tenure. Notice it took Vietnam for Congress to finally say, okay, maybe we'll dial this back a little bit. Uh, this regulation has been argued about, and there have been times where Congress has granted presidents to use military force, and other times where presidents have used military force without congressional approval. Now, Congress could restrict the budget to Amstreet and president, though they typically don't do that until the near the end of the conflict when they realize, oh, I'm up for election and you know everybody wants out of this war. That That's the most sure way to Truth. lose a conflict Truth. and the most sure way to run with your tail between your legs because you at all times 
you're divided against your, this is a house divided against itself when this happens because the president goes, well, we need to get in there. And Congress goes, ah, we don't have the stomach for that. We're not declaring war. We're not, we're not giving you congressional approval. So then the, the president has to try and do his whole thing with whatever he can, right. avoiding congressional approval. And then finally Congress after a while goes, well, Oh, Okay, now we'll take your money from right, you, right, right, you right. know, which is is so frustrating that if you would stick to the constitutional principles, we harp on this all the time. And I'm sure people go, the Constitution, Constitution, all you guys talk about the Constitution because it works. Not only does it work, it restrains what's going on right now. And you who would say that, oh, my gosh, the Constitution again. Yeah. You know, what's scary is that you would even say that. Because we're trying to get this back on track. And the only way we can do it is to, like, literally <laughs> fast from power. We need to get off of power. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, that's saying, a good way to put it. You know, we, we need to fast from power. We need to break away from power, right? And just be a nation, right? Where it's like, you know what? The treaties that we have, guys, I'm sorry. We screwed this up. We're not America like the way you all used to know it. Yeah. We're not. We're not the same America right now. Right. Greedy interests, uh, these war machines. What are the, uh, the military industrial complex? This is nuts, dude, because guess who's going to make the who's going to make a killing out of this? Mm -hmm. Every major corporation and bank out there. They're the only ones that win. And we've got we've got bases everywhere. We've got troops all over the world. Illegal. We've, we've got uh, treaties with all kinds of different countries that we really have proven will never, you know, stand up with. Like, do you think that Japan really feels safe about American investment into nope. a war. We've got bases there, but man, how quickly do we hightail it out and leave everything behind? We did in Afghanistan, Taiwan. You really think we're going to come to the defense of Taiwan against China? Like, <laughs> no. Do we have bases in Ukraine? I uh, don't know. I can't say for sure on that. I, I know. I don't think we do. I know we have military instructors that are on the west side about like 20 miles from the border you know so they can skirt on over the border if they need to but i don't believe we have any bases in the ukraine one of those reasons was ukraine never agreed to join nato and so they're kind of in the middle of everything and now they're kind of i think waving their flag going we'll join we need NATO. help yeah we help need us. help help yeah. us which i I know. Uh, yeah. I know, dude. I know. <laughs> what do I say? I know. That I haven't I know. Said, See, it's know? like these rabbit trails that don't need to happen, right? Because we get ourselves involved in stupid crap. Yeah. We, and forgive me for that, but it's the truth, right? I keep thinking about history and I keep thinking about like how many times the king would offend the Americas, right? You, we, we did this whole constitution course. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. Live Liberated uh, Constitution course is out. We have this one section about i think it was the uh, the first the first or second section was talking about man when the king imposed a tax or a sanction the people were like <laughs> screw your tax screw your sanction he's like fine i'm gonna do the stamp act uh -huh. and he's like no you know what we're gonna do the t act you know we're gonna do and he just kept coming at the people just kept coming right and here we were 13 colonies against a massive which by the way had standing armies here mm -hmm. right their own governors were here and we were the ones standing against it. Right. Dude, right? There was no help except from France. But again, America hadn't yet developed its constitution. We didn't have anything like that. So we had a lot of diplomats going out there and saying, hey, can we get some money and help? You know, like, and, and it, France stepped up. And know? it was advantageous for France. I mean, they were, those were two world powers 
butting heads, right? Britain and France. It wasn't like they had a love for each other before it. So yeah, French was, and Indian war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Already there, against there was, the Redcoats. Yeah. yeah, they they already didn't like each other. So it was kind of like France going, well, I'll thumb my nose at you. <laughs> and then, oh, crap. You know? <laughs> so it's it when... And one of the things that I think is really interesting about that whole process in the Revolutionary War is like it was all defensive on the on the colonies part. Exactly. Everything they did was I have to defend myself here. I've 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 got to stand up for myself. Yeah. Stop. Please stop. 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 Please stop. So true. Stop. Stop. Okay, fine. Let's fight. That's right. Most people think Samuel Adams was like the instigator. He like, yeah, they threw the tea in the harbor and the king was like, my tea, what happened? Yeah, I can't believe they did that. No. Giving them tea. Dude, they were like, you know what? Forget this. And yeah, they had to they they had to do it to wake up the colonists because we need those kind of people in the fight. Yeah, they're going to be crazy. But guess what? We need them. You need the crazies to. Yeah, yeah to you do sometimes. You do, but even too, like again, to to we're going back to 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 this original point, right? Government itself, right? Government will always attack, justify its attack, right, and then call you the instigator when you're the one defending your position yeah. every single time. That's... We we saw it in 2020, 2021, yeah. right? We saw it. That those who stood up for liberty were the the bad ones, the, the insurrectionists. Insurrection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I ain't doing nothing to you, bro. You're coming on my land now. You're coming on my turf, threatening my kids, threatening my paycheck, threatening where I work, right? Threatening my livelihood. I'm not doing anything to you. And it's amazing how one dude controlled it all, dude. If y'all couldn't see what happened, and we were calling this out for a long time, Fauci was running the nation. He was even under Trump. He was. That's craziness. Craziness. What is he? The highest paid member in, 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 uh, in the government. In the government. Yeah. He was running the nation. Whatever he said was gospel. That is scary, you guys. That's scary stuff. And you, you wouldn't listen to any other side, any opposition. That was scary. Look what's happening. This is smokescreen stuff. I'm telling you. Yes, it's happening. Yes, I feel terrible. Yes, we should pray. And that's we should do that as Christians. But right now, if we're not seeing constitutionally that we can't keep throwing it away and just ignoring it when something bad happens, guys, we're going to keep doing this and it's going to get worse. And we're going to get pulled into crap that we don't need to be pulled into. Which we already have, right? How much crap have we gotten pulled into? Oh, my gosh. You know, that, that we really didn't need to be there. I mean, um, to, to draw that line on that whole thing, when, when you look at the people of Ukraine, yep. I, I compare it to the whole that what you just said was perfect of the personal step on them and then say, well, it's your fault. You're aggressing me. I need to step on you. And that's exactly what's going on with Putin is Putin is, is he even claimed that they were going in to root out neo-Nazis. That was their whole thing is we're going to, we're going to get Nazis. It's all about the Nazis. Why is it that every time anybody wants to do anything in this world today, it's the Nazis. That's right. That's right. a, a defunct political party that had about 30 years of power, if that, not even 30 years of power. Not even, yeah. And now they are a defunct, fringe, waste of space, truth, little tiny remnant political party in spots in the world. And yeah, then they've got their community in Argentina, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so, but what a perfect scape. Truth. Though everybody's a nazi exactly everybody's a nazi why because everybody goes oh nazi no evil 
Yep, because of the connotation. Because of the connotation. And yet there's people out there believing that the Nazis and the Holocaust didn't exist. This is insanity due to what we're doing. This is craziness, (laughs) right? What's the sanity? How do we do this? What are we going to do to get back? You know, it's it's getting back to the simple foundations of law, right? What is the Christian? Like, let's go back to the Christian now. What is the Christian duty? Are we not supposed to love our enemies? Pray for those who, you know, when they attack us? Yeah, okay. We, we got to defend our territory. We got to mm-hmm. f- defend our house, defend our. I believe in that. I believe that 100%. But right now, what we're doing is we're, we're letting ourselves go at the whim of emotion. And if we continue to do this, dude, I'm telling you, it's going to pull us into World War III. Right. I'm not saying Russia and Ukraine's World War III. I'm not saying none of that stuff. I'm saying it could end up like that because we're emotionally led. Yep. If we keep being emotionally led, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt us. And it, guys, just look at the nation now. Christian, listen to me. American citizen, you listen to me. Tell me what decision that's being made right now isn't led by emotion, All and it's it destroying and it's and it's destroying the rights of the people. And it it it's scary. And I can understand people thinking um, we need to help them. We need to help them. I uh, trust me. There's a part of me who doesn't like, agree I with that. Help. Yeah, who doesn't agree with that? Because the other side of the coin is, I know if we were being invaded, it would be like, help, somebody help, help us, right? But at the same time, it, and I said this last week, I think it was Henry Kissinger said, America doesn't have friends. It has interests. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we'll help you. Why don't you give us half your land? Right. Yeah, we'll help you. Why don't you let us take over your economy? Yeah, sure, we'll help. Why don't you give us your major cities? Right. And all your major corporations. Sign Here. them over now. Start using our dollar. Exa- Dude, I'm telling you. Stop using That's gold. all it's going to take is they don't care about America. They care about what they want. And it's the truth. It's the truth. And so I think what's what's unique and, and what I'm praying against and what I'm praying for, So because I want to give hope. To me, when this stuff happens, it's just the light exposing darkness. And God, is, the light is growing, dude. I'm telling you, there's hope. There's hope. And uh, people will freak out about the stuff. And I get it. I'm really not. I just, I, I always lean on Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage? People imagine, imagine yeah. a vain thing, right? And God's sitting in the heavens and laughing like he's like, this is going to catch him off guard. Right. And we're like, oh, my gosh, it's this is getting invaded. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's like he knew this. You know what I mean? He told me to be at peace. Nothing can shake my peace. I'm not at all without peace. I believe God has got this, you know, and I think I've said this a couple of times now. It's like nothing can shake my peace anymore. I, I just don't want it to. I don't want it to shake where I'm at. I want God to move. And the only way that's going to happen is if we trust him. But yet, dude, every time something major hits, man, we need to go. We need to trust. The, we need to go elect that. You know what I mean? It's like, no, no. How about we trust the Lord? Right. By the way, Melissa Martz, she's been on our show before. She's doing there's a coffee meet and greet coming up. And, and, and um, if you guys go to her Facebook page, Melissa Martz, there's going to be a coffee meet and greet. I, I didn't get the details. Uh, one of her friends or her, her helpers were supposed to send it to me today. But I keep thinking about her. She's in an uphill battle. She's running against Brian Mast. Right. In the prim- I mean, people like Brian Mast. Yeah. You know our opinion and, on Brian Mast. I, I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm and, not a huge fan of well, him. Well, let me put it this way. If we're supporting Melissa Martz, that kind of tells you where we stand. On exactly. Exactly. So I look at I look at what's what's being said. And, and people her, her one of her helpers uh, came to the office today. You know what she told me? Oh, my gosh. People are like basically saying, nope, you know, it's an uphill battle. She's never going to win. And I'm like, that's exactly why I want to support you. Yeah. Just because. Right. So, like, let's get into the fights that seem impossible, but that are godly. 
Let's get into those. You know, let's see God move here, right? Let's let's see what it's going to take for 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 God to humble Russia and to humble Ukraine, right? To humble NATO. Like right. God is greater than this. Dude, his creation has to bow to him. It will eventually do it. It'll do it now or eventually later. But his creation will bow to him, whether right. they're evil or good. I take comfort in that. They can do what they want. But they're eventually going to bow to God. And I don't care if you believe that or not. You could call me nuts. And you could say, oh, there he goes with the God thing again. All he does is preachy, preachy. Yeah, because you, you don't know my God, dude. You haven't seen what he's done. You haven't seen things of history and read stories of men in the past who God stood on the behalf of because of governments, right? Or because of church. Or, dude, Martin Luther, there's no reason. There's no reason Martin Luther should have survived the Diet of Worms. He should have been killed for heresy. That's what they got him for. Because of that dude in God's providence, a, a Bible was translated in the German, uh, uh, the German language and then uh, translated to English. We have the Lutheran religion because of it, dude. I'm telling you, God defends his kids. It may not be me. It may be someone else. I don't know, but I know he defends. Right. And, and we can't attach ourselves to nations. Bingo. Um, we attach ourselves to the Lord bingo, the kingdom of the Lord. And there may come a day where we can attach ourselves to America right now. There, this gets into a whole history of truth of, of <laughs> the founding of America and yep, all of that. Yep, so yep. just take, take what I say because I can't get into it. It's like an hour and a half conversation, but there, there is a interesting significance to the, covenant between the people who landed in america and the lord bingo right that there's something a little bit different than just a bunch of you know uh tribes yeah coalescing into a piece of land yeah i think that's why those states are under attack so much if you think about it those states are under attack because of the covenant they made with god of course they're trying to destroy it right dude you know you you could be the most liberal state in the world go read your constitution who do they acknowledge god god you can try to destroy it you can't snuff it out of the people's hearts you can't they're always going to rise up. I'm telling you. And that's what gives me hope. Guys, I'm telling you. So in, in, in the essence, what we're hopefully, hopefully getting across here is, yeah, okay, we should pray. We need to pray. Guys, we need to stand. Our government, though, is no different than Russia right. for what it does to us. And, and we need Usurping to, its authority and power. And we need to learn lessons that this stuff can happen. I think people, people really start sleeping. They're like, oh, that stuff doesn't happen anymore. And so this is this this is one of those events where we have to realize yep. like this stuff can happen. Truth. So um, other than that, guys, go ahead. Be sure to like, subscribe, all that junk. You know, you know what to do. Uh, please, at this moment, share this. Leave a comment, leave a like. It helps views. It helps the algorithms. But we will be back next week. Do not forget to check us out. Do not forget to do what you need to do. Let us know your thoughts. Good, bad, ugly, thoughts. doesn't matter. Tell us your thoughts. Thoughts. So until next week, I'm Mike. This is Massey. All right. Love you guys. Oh, look, Chubby on the screen.